Hello, hello, hello. Thank you everyone for joining me for Tuesdays with Carmelita. I'm Carmelita McElroy, your host. I am a best-selling author, sir, uh, certified life coach, speaker, and podcast host. And I'm glad you joined me today. And today, I um, my topic is going to be talking about bipolar disorder. Um, last month, uh, for Black Mental Health Month, I talked about mental health all month. But this just keeps coming back up. Um, and uh, I know everyone has seen recently the uh, Kyan West, him going on tour to be president, how he broke down and what was going on with him. And I mean, a lot of us know that he suffered mentally for years, especially after his mom passed. So it's just uh, the outbursts of different things that's going on, how he lost friends and everything because of his mental issues. Because a lot of times... In our black community, we don't really want to talk about it. We joke about it. They're crazy. Ha, ha, ha. And nobody talks about getting anybody any help. And, I mean, we can't even bash Kim. As Some people are coming out with different things because you have to realize that's still her, her husband. She has four kids by him. I can imagine she cares about him. She loves him. So it's got to hurt her to watch this going on and play it out because he's a grown man. She can't control him. She can't hold him in the house or do anything like that. And to watch this and knowing that your kids are going to see it one day or may see it now because it's all over the news and TV. You know, whereas a lot of us, we deal with people in our family who are bipolar and it's behind closed doors. Nobody, everybody doesn't have to know. And, you know, but when you're out here and you're a celebrity, everybody gets to know about it. Um, I have a daughter who always used to be telling her, you know, you're really bipolar. You need to get yourself checked. I say it in a joking way, but, you know, I've had to be serious with her. Like, you know what? You need to really seek somebody to help you these ups and downs and these uh one minute you're all well and the next minute you know it's, it's something you know different and you're acting all you know you're mad at everybody and all that you know that that's just something that um you know it's just you have to know how to deal with it and how to you know to say that it, it is real you know and it's not fake and um, I think in the black community, we don't we don't talk about it. You know, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to admit that we have an issue or a problem. And a lot of ours extend from childhood. Um, a lot of this, I believe a lot of mental issues are hereditary. I truly believe that because when you look down through people's line, you'll find out there was some other people that had some mental issues going along. Um, a lot of people suffer with mental health issues and they try to say that it's an event that happened and made it come out. No, I believe when someone has mental issues, it's always been there. It's an event that brings that brings it to the surface. I put it that way. Because I think that a lot of people I've known who have had mental issues, it was other things they had going on before that, that I could see, you know, you really have some issues. I mean, even me, myself, you know, I, I had some issues because I had daddy issues. You know, I had daddy issues. Um, I had issues with things that went on in my life. Um, I've always been a person that battled with my weight. So I've always dealt with that. And so uh, when my, you know, my son died, it kind of brought some things to the forefront. But I kept holding it in, you know, because I was really hurting. And nobody knew how bad I was hurting. You know, everybody was like, oh, you're strong, you're strong. You're this and that. No, I'm not strong. I'm just learning how to, to live life and deal with the things that are going on with me. But eventually I had to seek out, you know, a therapist and counseling. And there's nothing wrong with that. At first I was like, I can't do this. You know, I'm not going to tell nobody. And I really didn't tell anybody because, you know, like I said, people, black families don't understand that, you know. 
Um, we've not we're not made to know that when we need help mentally, we need to go get it. I think if we had more help in the black community mentally, we wouldn't have as many black men in jail. We wouldn't have as many uh, blacks who don't know who they are. Um, and what I mean by that is that, yes, some people are um, truly, you know, um, gay and that's who they are. But some people really are just following the crowd because they don't know who they are because of so many things that they deal with daily. Because I've seen that, like, you're going back and forth. One minute you this way, one minute you that way. Okay, which one are you? Are you gay? You're not? You what? What is it? You know what I'm saying? And I see some people who just follow people, the crowd, and I say that really they have some mental issues going on, and that is just a way to cope with it, you know. And um, like they say, a lot of people be promiscuous to deal with their, you know, mental issues. Um, people are gonna have to start realizing that you just getting high with weed is not gonna help your issue. I see that a lot. Um, you know, like you getting people saying, oh, weed ain't bad for you. It's good for you. Yeah, it's OK. But when you're using it as a Band-Aid for your mental health issues, it's not good. Uh, getting high on crack or cocaine or getting drunk and everything and thinking you're kicking it. I know for a fact a lot of females use liquor as they just kicking it, but they're covering up their hurts. All these Band-Aids that you're putting on things that you really need to deal with are not going to help you in the long run. I was a person who went out and drank and did all that. And I didn't realize till when I got older, like, yeah, I was using that as a Band-Aid. I was saying I was kicking it, but I really was hurting. And I used the drinking thing as just to feel good for them. But then I, the next day, the problems were still there. So... We, what, what are we going to do about it? When, when are we going to really get real about it and talk about it? Is it going to take Cayenne and his issues to know that, hey, we need to talk more about these bipolar issues that go on in our black communities? Um, I'm a person who watches the first 48 quite a bit. And a lot of those people on there, they have some mental issues for real. And all they're doing is send these people to jail. You're putting a Band-Aid on the issue. Uh, yeah, you can put them in there for life, but they're, if you're not going to help them while they're in there, they're never going to get help. They're never going to see they're wrong. They're just locked up in a box the rest of their life. Uh, some people may be locked up for 18 years, 19 years. They're just locked in that box, but they're not getting the help that they need because nobody is talking about the mental issues that are going on there. Um, yes, I do believe in God. Yes, I am a Christian. I'm saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost. I believe prayer does uh, wondrous things. I believe that we should pray about it and all that. But after that point, there are things that we have to do here on earth that we have to do to help people. And that's to get them to counseling and get them to a therapist. Um, let's look at some things here. I'm looking up uh, bipolar disorder. Um, I said, that despite increased awareness of what bipolar disorder is and how it affects people's lives, often thanks to movies and shows, um, they have to define and recognize condition in ourselves and in our loved ones. So we're going to talk about uh, decreased need for sleep. That's one of the things you don't need as much sleep. You stay up a lot. And I, I did that a lot. I, I still do it sometimes. You know, less sleep than a previous sleep schedule. This could point to the, you know, maniac but um cycles that are start happening um racing thoughts and accelerated speech you can't catch your thoughts because you are rolling off you know so quickly with your brain um you know so yeah racing thoughts I, I've, I've seen that before in myself um 
restlessness and agitation. Oh, my God, we can say that about everybody, can't we? But we have to put this with, you know, things in perspective. Because right now we see a lot of restlessness and agitation. Imagine someone who sits down at a restaurant for only two minutes before he is agitated about something that needs to move. And I've seen that so many times um, that they complain about a waitress or the, somebody at the table too loud or... Um, People that are bipolar, they can't sit still and chill. They're cranky, highly sensitive adults, you know. Um, like they don't, their attention span is not good. And we see that a lot, you know. I even saw that in myself, you know, like agitated. Like I'm not that type of person to get agitated at the restaurants and out to eat, stuff like that. But certain things do, you know, would irritate me about certain people. Um, you know, as I said, I had to finally realize I need to see a therapist. And yes. It did help me. Um, what else? But have you ever been somewhere and you see someone and you be like, why are they so agitated? I'd be like, something wrong with them. You know, I have to look at people like that nowadays when I go places and when people act out. And I have to say, you know what? It must be something else going on with them. You know, I have to overlook it. Because I can get mad too and go crazy on somebody. You know, these people are trip out here. But I had to think like, you know what, Lord? Help me to stay calm while they flying off the handle for no reason. And I want you to just help them, Lord, because something else is going on in their life. You know what I'm saying? We have to look at that. Um, overconfidence. It says a burst of confidence is always my telltale sign that I may be a manic when I feel as though what I write is New York Times bestseller material. Truthfully, the absence of insecurity for me indicates some inflation of confidence. Um, so they're saying this here is overconfidence. Because such self-assessments could indicate a manic episode of bipolar disorder. Where you're just thinking like everything is right and it's like half done. But it's really not up to par. Um, another sign they're saying impulsive and risky behavior. You know, like I was saying, um, people are going to send here shopping sprees, extramarital affairs, a motorcycle trip across the country all of a sudden. You know, <clears throat> well, you know you're supposed to be at work or something. But, like I said, however, what's impulsive for one human being is completely different for another. Um, if you suddenly want to ditch your career as an IT guy in, in middle America to become a gourmet chef in New York Bistro, you know, that's not always some signs of it, but sometimes it is. <clears throat> when you keep changing up, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, you know, I think being promiscuous, a lot of women don't know how to deal with their depression and their mental issues, so they sleep around and they think it's okay. It's called the new feminism way, and that's the way. And there's nothing wrong with you um, being sexual and this and that. No, y'all have some issues, and people don't like to talk about that. They want to make it seem like, oh, it's, you can go have sex with as many people as you want. It's not a problem with it. Yes, it is. Mentally, it is a problem when you want to just run around and have sex with different people. That is, That's an issue. It really is. Um uh, hopelessness, they say in hopelessness, a person feeling no hopelessness. Um, you know, it says here in life, there's sadness and grief and sorrow. Um, hopelessness, on the other hand, has no room for optimism, which means you never, everything is always bad. Everything is always sad, you know, and, and you're feeling depressed a lot of the times. Um, withdrawal from family and friends, lack of interest in activities. Uh, a lot of people do that and they lose interest in things and withdraw from family friends I always watch when they withdraw that's why I told my daughter you know I just just call and let me know you're okay or whatever you know I'm like she has to deal with it her own I've already mentioned to her she needs to see a therapist I know that she needs to she's seen one before um and she needs to return back to it but sometimes it's the people that's around them that 
you know, they don't seek out help. And then it's hard, too, in the black community if you're the only person telling a person that they need some mental health, you know, help. Um, so, you know, when the people pull away from you and they pull away from their friends and they just keep to their self. Oh, I'm just trying to take care of this. And then, no, it's not really that a lot of time. It may have to be, be part of bipolar depression or some other type of depression that's going on. You know, depressed folks are no longer energized by music, art, sports or any pursuit that once generated a sense of purpose and meaning they isolate and want to be alone. And you all know if these people, I ain't just saying these people have this one thing that they, you that makes them bipolar and everything. It has to be a multiple of these things together. Just know that it's not just one thing. Oh, they don't want to be our friends and family more. Cause I've had a time period when God was trying to speak to me and talk to me and I knew I need to be alone. And that's one thing. And then if it's all the other things with it, you know, we have to look at that. Change in appetite and sleep. Some people pig out on junk food when they are depressed. Others pick at their food with with no interest in eating. Some can't get out of bed while others lay awake all night. So those are just things to look at. Keep track of both. And if they don't regulate within two weeks, consider getting help. So that's another thing of bipolar. Problems with memory, concentration, and decision making. When you find yourself... um they feel efficient with their energy, uh, extra energy and decreased need for sleep. However, the crash is inevitable, resulting in depression. They canceled out the Superman or the Superwoman, you know. So, you know, problems with all of that. You know, there's so many things that you have to consider to, you know, you may not have bipolar disorder. Maybe something else that deals with mental issues, you know. Um, another thing is uh, preoccupation with death and thoughts of suicide. Um, definitely, if you're having thoughts of suicide and death a lot, you need to seek some help. Um, a lot of people um, have those thoughts and they don't want to tell. They don't tell anybody. And so, uh, I mean, I've, back I've had some things where I thought about suicide and nobody knew. Only two people knew about that. And because I just felt like I, I couldn't do this. There was so much going on in my life. Everything, nothing seemed to go right. And it's like. Why is it that everything has to go wrong in my life? You know what I'm saying? And um, I wasn't not bipolar. They actually diagnosed me with as a you know manic depression, uh, depression, because for one, like I said, I had a lot of things I was dealing with. I was dealing with I was a teenager, my parent, uh, the person who I had the baby by, I said it wasn't theirs, and um, I had always dealt with my weight all of my life, and then I dealt with um, you know not. Marrying a person I thought I should have married and started having kids by the people. And I didn't know I didn't, shouldn't have had kids by these people. And uh, then losing my children. It was, it's so much of things that happened in my life that I kept down, pushed down under. And didn't really look at the issues of it uh, until later on in life, you know. And things really came under pressure, like a pressure cooker, you know. And so, um, we really have to know... <clears throat> Do I need to go seek counseling? Do I need to talk to someone? Especially when we let things go on and on. Um, like I said, I can tell when some people like they're talking about with Cayenne, you up way up one minute, next minute you down low. Those episodes like that, or when someone you say something to someone and they just snap and you be like, Okay, it wasn't even that deep for you to be acting like that. They may need to see somebody. You know, especially if they do it all the time. So, um, you know, I got I just hope that we can have more conversations about this, especially in our black community, because I know there are a lot of people in our black communities who suffer mentally and we don't get the help that we need. 
Um, and so that's why it progresses to other things, domestic violence, suicide, murder, different things like that. And we just really need to talk more about it. And hopefully with this thing coming out with Kanye West, that we will talk about it more, especially in the black communities. White people have always gone to therapists and psychiatrists and everything. They want to get pills. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a believer in the medicine. Some people do need it. I don't believe in it. I believe there are other ways and other things you can do besides medicine. And so um, if anybody's out there and you've had any of these signs and you know someone in your family that has these signs, ask them to get help. Ask them to seek counseling or therapy. Ask them to go talk to their pastor or, you know, someone that they can really talk to and be, um, you know, good with. I always tell people, especially for young people, because we have a lot of teenagers who deal with these issues right now. They don't know how to deal with the things of life. Social media has made it to where people think life is supposed to be you're a millionaire when you're born and if you ain't made it to be a million member of 25 you haven't done anything and people get go through depression and you know, all these things that, that are adding to mental states of mind especially with social media and people need to learn how to take a break from social media they really do uh, especially our young people they need to take a break from it too much too many people trying to live off of social media and what they think beyonce and Nicki minaj is doing and what they thinking that the rappers are doing and you know it's just too much and it's not helping our communities. So, uh, like I said, if you know someone with these issues, ask them to get help. Tell them that maybe they need to see somebody and be okay with it and tell them I'm here for you. You know, not making jokes or anything like that. Um, so hopefully this thing opens up with Kanye West that people will start looking at things, looking at their relatives, looking at themselves. You know that they may need to seek some help, especially with the quarantine going on. Um, people being closed up in houses with spouses and children and I can only imagine if somebody who's by themselves and they're sitting up in their apartment every day by themselves, not going anywhere, not being around nobody. That's hard. And even though we've unlocked a lot of doors and letting people out and open up restaurants and doing different things like that, a lot of people still are not comfortable with it. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not with it yet. Um, so, um, guys, just know that um, I'm here. I'm praying for you if you're you know, struggling with any of these mental issues, especially bipolar and I pray that you get help and uh, hope to talk to you guys next Tuesday. And remember what I always say. First of all, uh, don't forget to look me up on YouTube, Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, and also I'm at www.carmelinamacroy.com. And also um, remember what I always say. Expect it. Believe it. Receive it. God bless.